I have given it much thought. It seems disaster must come. At best, only postponed. Shaolin Kung Fu to survive must now be taught to more young men. We must expand, get more pupils, so that the knowledge will spread. Party people, how you doing? First and foremost, I want to thank you all for being a part of this magical Aviom experience journey that we've been on now close to 25 episodes. And I know it's not a lot and it's and it's a start for us. This is actually the third time we've been recording podcasts. We had two previous podcasts we recorded before and we did it for a run of about one was, I believe, 60 episodes and one was like uh, maybe 40. So in total, we did about 100 episodes. And however, this was the time that uh, we've, you know, we came together and decided that we wanted to create the Avi Om experience. So we're only a quarter of the way there. And I'm not saying that episode 100 will be the last one. But I definitely want to get 100 out this year. As most of you probably know by now, that's been one of the journeys that I've been on. So, but to this evening or this morning or this afternoon, whenever it is that you are checking this podcast out, this is one that this is actually part two of my recordings with myself and and Bruce. Uh, Those of you who listened to our first podcast um, really enjoyed that one. and, And I did, too. So this was a continuation of that. And actually, I broke this one up into uh, two parts because we actually recorded over two and a half hours from our first one. So this is the continuation of that conversation. So sit back, relax, enjoy, and welcome to this shorter version of the Avi Om experience. Welcome to the Avi Om experience. This is a super special one. And I've been saying that with every single one we've been doing. It's been super special. We're just jumping right in. And let me just say this. You are our first repeat guest. And I have with me none other than the man from the Matrix, Mr. Bruce. What's going on, brother? <laughs> Cuckoo, kachoo. Right. Part two. Yeah. Part two of this conversation. We're just going to go right in because that's how we roll. And so we premised it a little bit. I talked to you a little bit about it. I wanted to kind of expand on the idea of communication or the dysfunction of it, the the de-evol- evolution of communication. And just this morning, um, just got approved. Uh, and emo- you know, because emojis go through an approval process, and they're going to release an additional two hundred um, emojis for uh, the iPhone in the next update. Oh, yay. Like there wasn't enough. There's no, right. It's not enough. They're going to release an, an, an extra 200 more emojis. And so I started saying to myself, our new version of communication is emojis. But how, if you think about it, how much different is it than how we communicated, you know, back on the walls of, of the caveman? You know, it was, they weren't emojis, but, you know, you can say they were prehistoric <laughs> emojis. That's how we're going. We're going back to that. 
what do you think about what was your what's your flow on, on the our level of communication and the uh emoji standards well it's pretty interesting uh you know i i think about this we were talking about this the other day that the uh the english language how there are so many words that mean one thing but then there's one thing that means or one word that means so many different things right so it's a little confusing and you know some of my spanish friends and mm-hmm. people from other countries are like uh how do you say that I'm like well i don't know what context do you want it <laughs> right right and even when you translate you know especially for spanish when you translate word for word and you say it in english basically it's backwards you know which even that something so simple like you know i mean and i'm i saying simple by a word you know you say word you know tire in spanish or tire in english and, and it means tire you know and so but the idea of that it can be put in a sentence and then it's backwards and so then you look at this idea of you know going back to our level of communication and how we're we're now we feel i don't know safer or not safer but easier to just text you know and now we're just doing images you know instead of saying i'm tired you do like an emoji that has a sleepy tiredy thing on it and i'm looking at that and i'm like man i'm, I'm just wondering where we're heading to and i know i think i, th- I think there's I mean, how soon before the first book is just completely emojis? Well, that's interesting too. You know, I mean, you, you could take that a lot of different ways. The the emojis, you know, when I when I see emoji, it's pretty hard to um, mistake that. You know, like oh, oh, I'm the tired emoji. Right. Okay. Well, you're tired. There's not like a whole lot of other words that go with that that mm-hmm. could set me off. Right. You're just tired. You're just you tired. know, and. uh I, I see that with uh, with a lot of different people and a lot of different texts. Like, you know, even even myself, I'll get texts and I'll be like, man, that person sounds like they're angry. <laughs> like that, right, right, that right. sounds angry. Right. Although if you talk to them on the phone, it's not a big deal because right. I've done that too. It's like, okay, well, that's just... So text can um, misconstrue feelings. I think emojis are pretty much, you know, drank drank this thing, this coffee, and now I'm eating some breakfast, just these little emojis. It's like, okay, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's dry. It's a very dry conversation. Yeah. It's straight to the point. There's no, there's no context. There's no, and as we said before, you know, there's no emotions, there's no energy. There's no, it's, it's, it's blank, but perhaps, you know, we're getting to a point where it's so easy to take someone's words and just misconstrue them that perhaps maybe going dry is is what we need yeah yeah i mean everybody understands the uh the heart in the mouth coming out of the little yellow guy <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah oh they love something you know and, and it's uh and, and i kind of look at this in a lot of different ways too because is this just another way to dumb down civilization I mean, we could go there. I'm right. not saying that's what it is. I think it's it kind could of, be. I think it's cool if you could just speak it all. And I speak fluent emoji. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, that's interesting. I never thought about emojis it like that. on cave walls and stuff. Right. I can see it now. That'd be funny. But you know, it's and going back to that. Imagine again, 200 pages, and just one emoji right after the other, and just and then. And I know someone listening to this is probably saying, that's a great idea. I'm going to start that. 
right? <laughs> and not only how long would it take to write this book, if it's a 200-page book, and I would not be surprised if there's already a 10-page book on Amazon already done in this form or fashion. Well, my grandson sent me a 10-page text all in emojis. Did he? Yeah. Well, there you go. He was angry, he pooped, and I, I don't know what it, all this stuff come up. I'm like, I'm trying to read it. I'm like, I think he's just pecking at the buttons. You know, also now check this out. How interesting would a book club be around this book? This one book, I mean, I know I'm giving this idea away, and I'm giving it away because I'm not going to do it. But imagine the evolution of this book and book clubs. Now they have to interpret this book. And so now they're talking about this book, right? No, this is what this meant. No, it meant this. It meant, well, what did page third, you know, 122 mean? Because I, I only get half of it. And now imagine a spiritual awareness book written in emojis. I mean, it's hard enough to sometimes take apart uh, uh, the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. Imagine that book being written in emoji, translated for emojis. That's, you know, we'll, we'll, you and I, we're going to sign up for a new job translating books into emojis. And our first one is the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. The second one is A Course in Miracles. So those are our first two books we're going to translate into emojis, you and I. Well, you got to get a little careful when you start putting emojis into, into biblical references. <laughs> and, you know, because there's so many different right? know, theories out there of mm-hmm. what happened and how this all came to be and where we're going, so... But really what's different is just the interpretation, not the word. Well, I mean, the word... Kind of. Because like word forgiveness is forgiveness, right? And so you can't... What people interpret is the context around what comes before forgiveness and what comes after forgiveness in, in any given book. But now if you have like, you know, a hamburger, forgiveness, and a french fry, then... And I don't even know what a forgiveness emoji looks like, but... I'm pretty sure they have one. It's very difficult to, to, I don't want to say difficult because people do it all the time. It's, what's difficult is, is, is this conversation, right? Is because it's more complex than that because that's where we were before, you know, obviously, and, and, and calling it the de-evolution de-evol- of, of, of communication, and that's where we're heading now. But, you know, is it really a bad thing to speak? to speak less and feel more. I don't believe so. And, and so, but it comes with that. It comes with, you know, the self-awareness classes, you know, being, you know, having a, a self-awareness or, or just having that empathy for yourself. Like, so when you, when you're just observing the world and not judgmental, not, not, and not in a judgy way, but when you're observing the world, what's your view on the, you know, the empathy or self-awareness people have, you know, to feel or lack thereof. Yeah. There's a lack of it for sure. Rephrase that for me. So when it comes to, let's just say when it comes to self-awareness, let's just touch that one first, right? Where, where do you see people at in this, in this moment from an observation standpoint, not a judgmental standpoint? Oh, wow. We could take so many roads, but we could start on the roads because people aren't self-aware that there's other people around them. <laughs> or that there's even a road. <laughs> you know, I mean, I see it all the time. People driving down the road, and they're looking at their text, and they're all, you know, they're running over into my lane or off in the shoulder. Right, right. And I mean, not just text, but, you know, I mean, people on their phone calls, like, they're just making their, they're just, they're communicating, but 
they're just going about their business like they're the only ones there and it's uh yeah so communication can be a hindrance yeah yeah it, it, it you look definitely it like can. That. but uh the self-awareness thing uh, you know it's like um even at that when i when i drive i drive right and i'm always aware of what's going around me that's how i learned in driver's training always keep your mirrors checked you know right and, right and, and be be aware of what's happening around you and you know even even sitting at a at a light like I'm paying attention to the light, so when the light changes, I can go. So the next guy behind me can go through the light because because right. if I'm not paying attention, I'm sitting through a green light. This guy honks, I All go, right. he gets stopped at the red light. Right, and if you're not fast enough, too. So it's it's about the self awareness thing, um, being aware of of your actions and how that affects other people. And I I I I work hard at. It. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but you know I I I do work hard at at considering um other people's uh, thoughts and emotions and maybe not emotions so much but you know um it just everything that uh, takes us out into life in general and so and and you know and I I've seen that too I mean there's definitely you know and I and I continue to say this that there's definitely a a gap right and, and so what's happening in this gap are people are filling it with more distractions and within that distractions, I believe it's keeping them or putting stuff in the way of them recognizing their own awareness, right? And so this is where we come up with all these questions, you know, and not necessarily questions as far as, you know, what happened, you know, to the cavemans or not, not those type of questions, but the questions of not knowing who they are, you know, and coming back into that self-awareness. Because I believe that when you are self-aware, you know, you, you know, you, you're confident within yourself and, you know, and confidence comes with that self-awareness and, and mm-hmm. which is the reason perhaps maybe why we keep on asking, you know, subconsciously for people's approval, right? Like, what do you think I should do? You think I should do this or that? And perhaps sometimes it comes with wanting another input, but then also it comes with, you know, what I see a lot is that people are really asking for permission and not unwilling and not knowing it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, do you see that also is like, as far as like, you know, the hesitation of people. I do see that a lot. Or and their actions. It, it, yeah. Coming from a, coming from a um, place where I teach yoga, I, I see that a lot. I can see where people give up on themselves. I can see where people will stay in a certain point until, you know, like I might have to go over there and direct them or help guide them with hands. And right. In, into into a different place where I know they can go, and you know they just kind of stop themselves. Um, I mean, obviously there's injuries and stuff that hold us back, and that's right. right. You know, we do what we got to do, but uh, yeah, I, I can see that. You know, just just through the eyes of being the yoga teacher, what what you do on your mat is going to show up in the rest of your life. Have you been seeing a a, a difference in in like this this the students? Meaning, like, I mean, from a from an awareness point of view, I see all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I can imagine. Um, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know the the yoga quote quote the yoga lifestyle. Um, I've seen situations where people would be racing in and they'd be flipping people off and and cussing them <laughs> out and running the door. And I you know I mean just from a total non judging place, it's like wow they they need some yoga. <laughs> I mean, they need to they need know, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get uh, get their mind relaxed or whatever, and and then uh, you know I've seen p- 
people come in and just be like super, super happy and can't wait to get in and, and like, you know, take, take care of themselves. So, so you get them from all ends of the spectrum. And I, I actually said this about, uh, like, um, like clubs and bars and stuff like, like the yogas on one end and the bars and clubs are on the other end and they both serve the same people. Right. Mm. Cause if you're super happy, you'll go to one or the other. If you're super upset, you'll go What's to the one or the other. Oh. It depends on who you are as the person oh, as to which one you choose. Interesting. I never thought about it like that. But they they can both be a celebration or a, or a working out of issues, um, working out of the mind, uh, uh, you know, to, to let go. And yeah, it's super interesting. It is. It's, I mean, it can, I mean, and I know it's for any space that can change its vibration, you know, as far as happy or I'm happy, I'm going to go to yoga or I'm sad, I'm going to go to yoga. And I know, for, I mean, for us here at the studio, Avion Studios, the same, you know, I, I can imagine, you, you know, I, I don't know. I think for, for us being a meditation studio, I don't know if it's, if people are sad, if they want to come to meditate. I don't see that. Right. You know, like, because <laughs> they you, just want to stay in you there. You got to be in that mood. To, right. Yeah. That certain vibration, like you said, you have to be in that place where you want to come and, and sink into some, some depths. And, and maybe, yes. maybe release or maybe learn or maybe uh, understand. Uh, right. You know, a lot of different reasons there too. Right. Cause, cause, because coming, right, coming here, say if you're feeling, in, if you're feeling any kind of point of sadness, in the offset, you're going to, it's, you know, you're going to feel more sadness, not intentionally, but you're going to feel more sadness because you're going to be more self aware, right? Right. Of your emotionally, what you're feeling, you release it, like you just said. And then afterwards you feel great, but you have to go through that, you know, that, that internal journey. And do we have time? We see, that's the thing. We don't have time for that journey. It takes too long. Well, every storm comes, mm. you can't run away from it. And some people, they, they, they do a pretty good job at, at trying until they, you know, until they're stopped, maybe on their deathbed. And hopefully it doesn't take that long for most people, but you know, it's, it's, I think it goes back to what we're talking about, you know, not only the communication, but the self-awareness is so key and being, you know, in, like just having that empathy, right? Empathetic to what you're feeling allows you not only to navigate your own choices, but to know where do I want to go to? I'm not feeling good, but I still want to go to this yoga studio. I'm not feeling good. I still want to go to this meditation studio. I'm not feeling good, but I know I don't want to go to, this bar and get tore up because it's only going to, you know, drown me more into what I don't want to feel. Right. Mm -hmm. And that empathy, you know, has this conversation that we're probably not accustomed to having because empathy doesn't communicate with emojis, with the poop emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I know of. It, It communicates through, through, through a different set of, uh, devices that it's an internal device yeah it's a feeling it's a and and it's it's so and we were so connected at one time right and you know obviously as children we are connected to our feelings and our emotions and then you know just like we mentioned you know in previous conversations you know you get out of that you know you get programmed and you get out of that you know i mean what was if you can remember what was the biggest 
program setting that was installed that you deleted from your from your programming growing up i think i think the biggest thing was school hmm. so you mean program that you had to go to school you got to go to school it's successful and that was the program and you were being driven and you drove yourself to say i got to go to school yeah when i was uh well when i was in school when i you know the younger schools um, elementary mm-hmm. uh even up into like junior high like i i did really well in school like yeah. i love to learn things nice. like 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 geography man i could go through the states and the capitals and like That's pretty good the country the the globe or the flat earth or the disc or whatever you want to call it um you know i i i knew geography really well and uh when i started getting into high school it started to dawn on me like what is this all for like why why do i got to know like iambic pentameter i have no idea what that means exactly but yeah, i like right? it right um there's a lot of different things that uh well you got you got to know your history right right but i want to know the real history i don't want the ones that's got destroyed right or you know and, well, yeah. and something got put in its place and as as i went through history it was like Things things don't feel right to me, so I kind of lost interest in that. Um, I mean, not that I don't dig for things; I, I dig for them now, so right, I can right. so I can kind of understand a little more. Um, but as I started getting into high school, it was like uh, I started seeing things through different eyes. Right, I started seeing the people who were just out of high school ahead of me, and people who were working, people who were going to school, and you know, of course. Uh, my my parents, uh, God rest their souls, they were they were so amazing because they never forced or pushed me in any direction. They let me naturally find it, like the river finds its own course, right? They they let me naturally find that. Of course, with some guidance, you know, trying to trying <laughs> to stay away from bad Johnnies down the road, you know. <laughs> right, right. Um, so it, so the interesting part is is. Uh, you know, we had some neighbors that was always telling me, you need to go to school. You need to go to school. They can't take that away. They can't take the knowledge away. I, I agree with they can't take the knowledge. You know, you can lose everything, but you're still going to have that knowledge. Um, but the school part, it still baffled me. I was like, you know, I got out of, got out of school. I started working and uh, right away. And then I started thinking about going to college, right? And so I started into Mott College, and I, I went down there for I don't know a couple semesters, whatever. Ace in my classes. Oh, I'm nice. like, man, like, you I'm, just you just <laughs> kicking butt, dude. You're awesome. Uh, you know, I'm paying <laughs> paying for it out of my pocket. I'm working. I'm just paying for it. I'm like ace in my classes, and most of them I'd go in and sleep because I worked a midnight shift. I'd go to school, I'd sleep, take their test, I'd walk out with ace, and. uh and what what stopped me, there was a couple different things that stopped me from pursuing that. Uh, one of those was a few of the different people that I went to school with. This has been a few few years out of school already, right, out of the high school. And I'd run into these people, and I'd be like, hey, so, uh, you know, I'd run in, into them working in the oddest places, like a grocery store, or like a shoe store or something. I'd be like, hey, oh, I thought you went out of college. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got a degree i got a bs degree uh, you know all this stuff and i says oh well how come you're working here oh there's just no jobs in that field and i'd hear this over and over and over and over again oh and i'm like so i'm i'm kind of in this college thing right and, and i'm trying to work ahead and I'm, 
I've got, a, I've got. What were you going for? Like, what were you? What was the? Well, I, I, I started out generally, right? Okay. Taking like everybody else, taking the basic classes, and then trying to, trying to guide myself. I, I looked at um, school teaching. I looked at X-ray techs. I looked at some different things in the medical field, and uh, every, every time I would have somebody presented to me that was in that field or was trying to get into that field or studied for that field and couldn't get into it because they were working at. Uh, Radio Shack. Yeah, whatever. So it was like, oh, man, it was every time it was just like getting hit in the head. It was like, right, right. Hey, you're not supposed to go that direction. <laughs> right, right. So uh, Radio Shack isn't hiring anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I uh, I was like, man, I, I just don't know about this college thing. Like, there's got to be another way to get information without spending this kind of money. And I, I did this growing up because I spent time with more of the older, like, five to 10 year older people, I spent more time with them so I could see what's happening in my future. Uh, kind of a little psychic um, outlook uh, without being psychic. Right. And uh, like hold, uh, hanging around like uh, grandparents and like the grandparents, friends and like the older generations that have walked down the road and they've seen the changes and they understand what's going on and what's kind of coming. And, and uh, I learned a lot more that way, a lot of valuable lessons than going to school. And one night I went into went into my class. It was a algebra class, and I was I was really good at finding the answer. Like I could look at the board, boom, there's the answer. But I couldn't tell you how to get it, right? So my my teacher, I, after a number of times of doing this, he uh, he called on me and he says uh, he's writing this thing on the board. And he calls on me. He says. What's the answer? I blurted it out. He says, "Very good. How do you get that?" I says, "I don't know. I just look at it and I see it." Well, you got to you got to show me how to get there. And I says, "I, I don't. I just see it. I, I, right, I they're ju- not going to get that. I just see it. Like I, I don't need all the other stuff because I just see that." And he started trying to call me out, being uh, he was kind of a prick anyway. And he started trying to call me out and. Uh, I just got up. I told him, I says, you know what? I'm just done with this. I, 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 I don't need a deal. I, I want people in my life that I want in my life. I don't want people in my life like that. But looking back, I mean, he was most likely trying to bring me up to another bar, which I didn't see that at the time. I just saw he was, you know, useless to me. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, look, looking back, you know, I can see, uh, uh, through different eyes now, but, but uh, that that night I walked out and I just I never went back, never looked back, and uh, just took a different road. It's like, you know. So so that was the awakening, though. I mean, it's it's interesting that it came it came from the system that you were in. The, so the your the own system, the own program, brought in that awareness for you then. And so what's and so as you what what would you extract from that? Meaning. You know, the, the, uh, not only the aha, cause obviously you've had it, but you know, what's the awareness that you extract from that, you know, to share with, with others when it comes to that awakening? Like, what did you do with that awakening? Oh man, that awakening took me on a whole other journey. <laughs> but, uh, what, what I took away from, from that to that point was, uh, our, our educational system is a little broken. A little? A little. Yeah. <laughs> But where it leads us is totally broken. 
Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. we're, we're, we're taught to go to school, get good grades, mm-hmm. go to college. Mm-hmm. You know, we rack up all this, like we just put it on charge cards, whatever, to get through college, we right. get out the other side and there's nothing waiting for us. Right. There's no, yeah, there's no guarantee. Super, at, super broken. Working at Radio Shack. Right. Again. Super, super broken. Um, and not to mention with technology. So now we've got where we don't have people going to work because we have a little box there that when the people go into the grocery stores, they gather all their stuff up off these right. little shelves and they take them up and they, they run them through this little scanner and they right. pay for it and they go. They go. So, they don't even have to say hi to no one. Yep. So they, so there we've got another lack of communication. Mm. We've got a lack of job because of the technology. Yes. So yes. as cool as technology is, right. technology's bad. Right, right. Sense, you know, because we're 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 slowly cutting our own throats, and I get that a lot. Even when I go to like uh, Targets or you know any of these grocery stores or stuff, and I'll ask them, "Hey, you know, don't you have this product?" Oh no, go online, go online. It's what yeah. Everybody tells me the people in the stores go online as they're dragging <laughs> the knife across their throat. Go online, right. go online, right? Go online to 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 my store dot com right. do all your shopping there right right yeah just go online because i don't want to help you right yeah and they get frustrated too and what's worse is when they're texting when they're trying to help me and i'm like yeah hey you know put put down the phone i'm here as soon as i walk away you can do whatever you want to do but you know this this is kind of your job i mean i don't I don't necessarily, I did have to say that to one person before because it was just totally annoying, but you know, I, I observe it and I'm like, wow, really? Is this what we've come to? You know? Yeah. yeah, It's, it's what we're coming to. I agree. You know, I went to, uh, to a, um, instrumental store and, uh, and I went to get a wire or, or, or cable, I should say. And, um, yeah, the, the guy was there and, you know, just, you know, by the behind the cash register, just you know, I don't know, playing Fortnite or something on his phone. <laughs> and um, so I bring him two wires, you know, or two cables, I should say. And uh, you know, and and you know, obviously one was five dollars more than the other, and you know, the same thing. And so I knew where I was going with this conversation, but I did it anyway. And I'm like, you know, I said, hey, how you doing, guy? Um. Hey, I could call him guy because he wasn't really paying attention. Uh, he didn't have a name tag, whatever. So I just said guy. And so I said, can you please uh, just educate me on the difference between these two wires that are $5 difference? And I didn't even say $5. I said $4.99 difference. Can, can you help me out? And he looked and he looked and then he picked one up and then picked the other one up. And he says, this one is thicker. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, thank you, Captain. <laughs> I'll take the one that's less. <laughs> yeah. And so, but I guess I bring that up to say that, you know, not only are, are we, you know, pushing, you know, we're pushing out and we see this, this makes us more aware, right? As a customer, we becoming, we're becoming more aware because the truth is, is that I, I don't even think they know where they're going. And I say they meaning, most people who are unaware don't know where, where, where they, we don't know, they don't know where they're going. We don't know where we're going. So how are we to have this expectation of them knowing where we're heading when they're unaware to even their own empathy? 
And so we're asking them, I'm asking, you know, what's the difference between these wires? You know, and if I don't know, how is he going to know? Well, it's funny you didn't say, well, go online because they have explanations. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. You see, that's the thing with the ego. The ego always has to have an answer. Whether right, wrong, and different, it has to say something. You know, even um, where's this thing at? Go online. That's an answer. It comes from ego, right? Uh, and But truly, though, if it's not in the store, what other answer can, can this person provide other than go online? So even ego, like, so I'm saying, you know, ego's answers, right, wrong, indifferent, still an answer. Um, but how would you react if you said, you know, where's this on the shelf? And they just looked at you and said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>